Okay, so we left off on Ayin Vav Aminalev. We are at the bottom line, last two words, Amarav. So continuing our brief highlighting of all the halachas in Yeridea, you'll see that there's so much more to unpack than what we're doing, but we'll do what we do. Ayin Vav Aminalev, Amarav, and now switching to Ayin Vav Aminalev, Basar Shchuta lets you have Basar Shchuta, which means you're kosher, chasidah shechita beef, and you have and shamein. Shamein means fatty. So those that learned Yeridea, you know, there's something called shamein. There's something called uh, kachush. Fatty has the ability to spread taste versus the kachush one is a very lean, weak flavor to it. So you are roasting the fatty meat. Shetzalai in basar nevela kachash. You have your non-kosher meat. You went to Walmart. You bought a basar nevela, but it's kachash. It's not uh, marbleized. It's not a very fatty piece of meat. Now again, today we in an ubikian what's called fatty, what's not. But either way, that's the case in the Gemara. So the question is, we're going to talk about using the same oven for both nevela and kasher. So. The 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 here says Aser, my We assume that the fatty meat gives off aroma. We're gonna call that and label it recha. There's a recha that comes out of the fatty meat, and that goes into the other piece of meat. So if you have two pieces of meat there, one's kosher, one's non one's novella, even though the novella one is not fatty. Rav holds that the fatty meat from your kosher beef is going to spread the aroma in the oven and it's going to take the aromas from even the weak, lean meat of Walmart, of Novello, and it's going to take it back into its own meat and you have a problem. So, Mephatmi Adadi. The Levi Yomar, Levi says, no. Even if the, your kosher meat is the shvach meat, and it's not giving off its own aroma, and the other piece of meat is your, is your uh, fancy USDA-grade corn-fed beef, non-kosher, that is, has, has a... Uh, a serious shamein, shamnunas fattiness, and it's giving off recha, and the kosher meat is not even protecting itself, it's kachosh, still mutter, my taima, shlevi holds recha ba'amuhu, what? This is just recha, no, nothing's touching each other, there's no connection, there's an aroma, it smells, the oven is getting hot, recha, lav milsi, recha ba'amuhu, recha lav milsi, and there's no problem. Levi did this himself in the Reish Kalusa. They had the, the workers there wanted to eat pig, and he wanted to, to make a gedi, a goat. They used the same barbecue grill. Again, nothing's touching each other. We're not getting into the kalim. Uh, and he said, no problem, because Reichelav Milsi. Now, by the way, if you learn Shas, you'll see that we don't really talk about what we discuss in Halacha regarding using the oven for fleshiks, for milchiks. The discussion in Shas regarding ovens was, was one of two things. Either you have the oven floor. We spoke about that when we, we spoke about the alia, the tail of, of a lamb. If you use that, the tail of a sheep, I'm sorry, for for uh, to, to, to grease your oven. So we spoke about the bottom of the oven. And now we're talking about recha, the aroma. What's missing is a concept called zea, of steam. Maybe there's there are things steaming up in the oven and even if we don't pass in that Reichel Milsi, we pass in Reichel Lav Milsa, shouldn't there be an issue? So that's really found two other places in Shas. One of them is a Mishnah in, and I believe it's in Tfulyam, talks about the mikvah, the steam coming from a mikvah. That's one makar, nothing to do with Yaradea. 
except that the rush brings it lahalacha. The second makar, or potential makar, is that there's a Mishnah in Chul that talks about a pot cover and the status of the pot cover when the contents of the pot are steaming up. But other than that, when we talk about ovens, it seems like steam was not was never an issue. And in fact, some of the poets can say we don't care about steam when it comes to Yeridea, only by Tumar Vitahara, or maybe a pot cover that's heavy, that's serious heat, that in fact is found in Arach HaShulchan. And there's a great debate in, in halacha, and from that we have many different opinions regarding ovens. You have to self-clean it between flashics and milkshakes. Do you have to clean it at all? Could you never use it? All these different things come up with zeh. But we're not talking about zeh here. We're talking about recha, the aroma from one piece of meat to the other piece of meat. says you can't roast two carbon carbonized pesach together in the same uh, grill or the same you know. Uh, Device, you can't have two carbonates together. You know, you have two friends and they're eating in separate homes, hotel program. Every carbon needs its own grill. So the Gemaris, the, the Bright says, because it might get mixed up. What do you mean? So my left is timing. The taste of one carbon is going to go into the other carbon due to the fact of Recha. And when you're sitting down for your carbon, you're eating someone else's carbon because there's time, there's taste from Ruvain's carbon and Shimon's carbon. So my left is timing. So the Gemara says, no, and Kasha Levi, it's Kasha Levi. You see, Recha is Milsa. The Gemara says, love, and Nei Goofin. You might switch it up. That's the problem. We're not worried about Recha, we're worried about you might use one, you might end up serving the wrong one. So the says, I'm going to sense with the tiny safe. Look at the end of that bride. says, I feel good. Even if it's a goat and a sheep, you still, there's still a concern. I am a person make goofing that we might mix it up. Even though they're different bodies, you still have to be concerned because, you know, it's Pesach night. So that makes sense. Afilu. If it's because we're worried about tr- taste transferring from one to the other, who cares what type of animals it is? Either way, the taste is going from one to the other. So it must be we don't care about the taste. Why can't you have these two carbonates together? There's a concern. You might mix it up. So now, you have such a strong argument. Let's flip it around. The only reason why it's us served by this brisa of these two carbonates based Pesach and the hotel uh, kitchen cannot be roasted together is because we might mix them up, but we're not concerned for the taste transferring. So you see, if I carrot recha lav milsihi, I come into Rav's given us that there was a time in Shari Lima Tevi Tiyufta derav. Rav said recha milsihi. Here we say again recha lav milsihi. Some Rav Yirmiyach my skin on. I give an example. I'm going to solely besteak there. It was being roasted in two different pots, and therefore, since it was being roasted in two different pots, so then there was no concern for time for taste. The only concern was you might mix it. You might take A instead of B. So the Gemara says, pots? Have you been paying attention? What's the mission? What's the para? Kate said, Thailand. How do you roast the current pesa? How are you roasting? How are you uh, cooking it in a pot? There was a separation. There was a mechitza between one grill and the other grill or you know, two sections in the grill and therefore there's no concern for time but there will be the same concern you might mix it up my tarivis tarivis time in that that rob will learn that originally the bryce was saying two things number one you can't roast two carbonates together why because recha is milsa now add a few words even if there's separation, so you get around the the taste issue. 
there's still a problem. Usur mishum tareves kufin vaafilu gedi vaafilu tlaini. If they're two different animals, there's still a concern. You might mix them up. Okay, so we mentioned a machloikas rav and levi regarding recha milsa and recha lav milsa. You're going to see in the next brisa, the next few lines of the gemara, you're going to see you get a little glimpse of so many shilas that have come up over the years regarding the steam, regarding the recha. Fish and meat, making challah and a flesh of I mean, there's so much going on here. Unfortunately, it's a Friday morning, Friday afternoon at this point, so we're going to have to save it for a different time. Amar Rav Mari, Ketanah, you have a same achlekes in Tanam. Haroide pas chamar. Someone who, it's the Mishnah and Shuma, you take bread from a... From, from, from the uh, oven, you take out your hot pita, when the sun al pichavis yayin shalshum, and you put it on, on, on top of the mouth, the opening of a barrel of wine. Now, the barrel of wine is shuma. Now, because the bread is hot and there's alcohol in the barrel, we're, we're going to be concerned that the bread sucked in some taste or some recha, some aroma of this wine. So, a mayor oyster, mayor says, uh, sir, you Okay, so right away you see it seems like this is machlekes. Now, Rabbi Yosi Matir b'shalchitin, Rabbi Yosi He differentiates between the type of bread, mishas iron shayvos, that the barley flour, the barley bread that sucks in reach. Okay, now my love tanohi. So you see from here, it's a machlekes tanam. The master Rabbi Yehuda holds. He said the bread is mutter reich la milsi, and there is no taste, there is no aroma that would answer the bread from the wine of truma. It's, it's two separate things. And Umar Savra Meir holds Asr, holds Recha Milsi. So how could Rav and Levi have Machlekes? It's Machlekes Tanam already. So the Gemara says, Little Levi, Vade Tanai. Levi holds, yeah, Taka is a Machlekes Tanam. I'm going to go with the Mandarma that holds Recha Lav Milsi. Le Rav, are you so convinced that it's for sure Machlekes Tanam? Rav could say it's not a Machlekes Tanam. How could he say that? He could say, Recha Milsi. Everyone agrees, Recha is a thing. So I, how can Rabbi Yehuda's make He holds that, that that's not called Reicha, meaning Reicha is Milsa. If you had two things cooking in the same oven, of course, Reicha Milsi. Your funny case, bread on top of barrels, okay, that's not called the Reicha, that's Usr. So, Rav could still hold that everyone agrees to me. Recha is milsi when it's recha. This is not called recha. And lavit Don't we have some commentary on that Mishnah? It says that if it was a case of hot bread and the wine was open, the barrel was open, so with easy access of steam, I'm sorry, of Recha, everybody would agree. It seems like even Levi would agree that that's called Recha Milsa. But past, when the bread is cold and the barrel is covered, you leave your pita on top of uh, on top of a barrel of wine, even if it's not kosher, we're not concerned. One or the other. Either, either the bread was hot and the barrel was closed, or the barrel was open and the bread was cold. And this case, according to Rav, our case of Buster Shchuta that was being roasted in the same area as the Buster Nevela, Rav says it's Aser, he holds it's Mamash Kipas Chama Vachavas Psuchadam. He holds this is exactly like a case of an open barrel of wine. We have this fatty piece of meat that's open, steaming uh, aromas coming out of it, and you have your hop ready, you have your other hot piece of meat right next to it. It's going to get the aroma of the Recha from the other bread. Okay. Tani Rav Kahana Bredi Rav Chimna Saba. Pas Sha'afa Mtsali Batana. 
Let's say you're a bakery, you're a fleshika, sorry, you're a restaurant, you're a fleshika restaurant, and you make bread at the same time. They're busy ro- uh, roasting meat in the oven, and someone needs a bagel. So they pop in a bagel into this oven. So Allah has pasha off and sleep at Tanur. Asr la'achla bekutcha. You can't go eat it with kutach, or you can't go now make a cream cheese sandwich with your bagels that were baked in an oven that Fleshik was baking at the same time. This could actually be very nagea. This afternoon, someone's making challah, and you have your chicken open in the oven. Halachas, you're not allowed to take that challah and now go eat it with mochas. Again, we have to go through halacha, simen, kofches, I believe, and your idea. Go through all the uh, different details of when, where, how, but we're just reading the Gemara. As it's Friday afternoon. You cannot eat this bread with kutach. You cannot eat it with cream cheese. There was once a, a, a story, and they roasted fish in the same oven as, as meat. So let's go back to your Fleshik restaurant. They're... They're cooking, they're cooking brisket in the oven, and now someone wants some baked salmon. You throw in the baked salmon in the oven, and you have brisket and salmon in the oven at the same time. Okay. Asra Rava Miprazikia, Rava from Prazikia, said it's Asra Lamechle Bekutcha. You can now, you cannot take this fish and, you know, slice it into lox and eat it in your lox and cream cheese sandwich. You cannot eat the fish with dairy. Why? Because it has reicha of meat, and now to go take an item that has reicha of meat and eat it with dairy, just like the bread, it's the same way you can't eat the bagel that was baked in the same oven as fleshics with cream cheese, you cannot eat the fish, the salmon that was baked in the same oven, and fleshy, you can eat the salmon with cream cheese. And famous words, of even just to take that fish and make sushi and eat sushi, eat it with salt. Take the fish, eat it as is. You shouldn't do it. Nami asura, you cannot do that. Why? Because it has a taste of meat. And fish that has a taste of meat is a problem. Mishum de kashi It's bad, it's harmful for recha, which sounds like funny word to use now, but Reicha, which sounds like the, your bad breath, and Ledavar Acher, it causes Tzaras. From this word, we have so much going on in Halacha regarding fish and meat, separating. Some people drink their Lachayim in between. You have questions of using certain types of uh, marinades that contain anchovies in meat, separate deep fryers if you have fried fish and fried chicken in a restaurant. All these, just from one little word, in the Gemara, that it's where Choshesh Ledavar Acher but Simon Kuf Tezayin Yaradea goes through many of the halachas, and this is brought there as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos.